Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wonder Women Wind Down. This is Michelle and this episode tonight is called We Are Not Okay. I will be very transparent with you. I had not planned to record an episode of the podcast tonight, nor had I planned to record a podcast, especially while I was in such an emotional state. I um, just got, I've been watching uh, CNN has a special one tonight uh, regarding the George Floyd murder um, titled I Can't Breathe. And the producers did such a phenomenal job of pulling, just kind of going back over the past few years and putting together a video of footage from each um, each high profile murder where, where our African Americans where someone African-American lost their life to the hands of a law enforcement person who was hired to protect and serve their community. They, I mean, you're talking about Mike Brown, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, Trayvon. They they brought it all, you know, Amon Arbery, and then they brought it all the way up. So I think they went back to like 2012 and they were saying their names and they had video footage from each one. And guys, I have to tell you, it was so, I got so full with emotion. And uh, they had Spike Lee on there. And he said it best. He said, it's one thing when we see these things and they happen and then they're sporadic. But it was, it was, it was heavy when the producers of the the show put all of those cases those humans those african-american lives put all of their stories together and showed how their lives were taken by hatred and bigotry and how our legislation our judicial system failed them how some of those officers were not charged, how they were able to shoot down someone in the middle of the street with no weapon, and then and then the jury find them not guilty. It was just heavy, and and then they had um the 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 um the chief of police from Minnesota, I think his last name is Arredondo, and I apologize if I'm butchering his name, but like seriously, guys, this this episode is straight from the heart and from the hip, no preparation none of that after but just after watching that it just felt so heavy and as I listened to Spike Lee talk and, and just watched watched his facial expression his body language and even sometimes he was at a loss for words and we all know Spike Lee he doesn't mince words so it's not it's not often you're gonna find him at a loss for words and then they had a, a statement from Michael Jordan. And as we all know, Michael Jordan has caught a little backlash sometimes for not speaking up um, for, you know, on issues that have occurred in the African-American community. He had a statement that was heartfelt. And so, you know, CNN just kept having these statements. And even one of the CNN reporters, she was out at one of the protests um, in Minnesota. And she was able to talk to the chief and the chief was actually able to communicate through her to the Floyd family. And just the emotion of his brother breaking down, um, the the CNN reporter breaking down while she was 
talking but giving mad respect to the chief of police and how respectful he was of their family, how candid he was about his feelings that the other three officers were absolutely complicit because they did not they didn't try to help. They didn't tell the cop, remove your knee from his neck. Like this chief of police was so candid, he was so honest. And so um, even the CNN reporter said she'd been in the business a long time and she hadn't heard a chief of police be so forthcoming in an interview. And I think just after seeing all of that, all of that emotion, I got emotional. It just got heavy. And what it made me realize was that we are not okay. We as a nation, as a people, as an African-American community, we are not okay. And it is totally fine for us to say that we are not okay. I think sometimes we, you know, we go on with our day because we have to. Life goes on for us, it, especially because it wasn't a direct impact because we didn't know George Floyd, but we know a George Floyd, if you understand what I'm saying. We all know a Sandra Bland. We all know a Tamir Rice. We all know a Trayvon. So we are them. We know if we're not them, we know someone. We know them. Because there was the only thing that put that was a target on their back was the color of their skin. And we feel that. And and we, you know, we've had to get up. We've had to go to work. We've had to carry on as if everything's okay picking and choosing who you can talk about with this, um, especially those of us that work in very diverse environments, right? You know, because a lot of times we don't talk race and things like that in the workplace. So we're, we're very careful about who we talk to, who we vent to. But today, it, I just became so overwhelmed with emotion for all of that. I, I'm, I just felt compelled to grab my phone and just start venting. So for those of you that are listening, thank you for letting me vent. When I started this podcast last year, I promised you guys you would get happy me, sad me, mad me, funny me. Like you were going to get authenticity. And this is me, raw, unfiltered, tears in my eyes, blowing my nose because I am hurt. I am angry. Sometimes I feel helpless because it's only so much that we can do. I've signed petitions. My friends and my family and I, we went live on Facebook on Friday and our our Facebook community chat was titled Injustice 2020. So if you are listening, um, go check out my Wonder Women Wind Down page or my brother Charles C.E. Clark's page or Lisa Rochelle, um, my cousin T. Wyatt on Facebook. We all shared the, you know, shared our Facebook live video and you know, we've gotten probably seven or 800 views, which is amazing because at the end of the day, we we felt good about the conversation that we were having. And we we just, we felt like we needed to do something to have our voices be heard. And, you know, just all of that has been going on in the midst of this damn pandemic. Like it's been about 60 days since all of this started when the COVID-19. So we've all had to adjust to life wearing masks when you walk out. Gloves on your hands. Not being able to hug your loved ones 
without fear of is anybody sick or are you going to get sick? We have had so much heaviness over the past 60 days. And then to have the deaths of these two young African-American men back to back is heavy and we are not okay. And it is okay to say we are not okay. We are not okay with the fact that we can't do our normal things, go to sports games and get out and socialize with our friends and family like we want. We are not okay with knowing that some of our loved ones lost loved ones to COVID-19. One of my best friends lost her mother to COVID-19. And, you know, you talk about just and then you have people who don't believe that it's a real thing. And you have people who don't who believe it's a conspiracy. People can believe what they want to believe. And that's fine. You have that right. But I can't help but feel what I feel when I see people that I love who've dealt with it and who've lost someone to it. So you got all that heaviness on top of just being an African-American woman watching all of this unfold. Having a nephew who's 15 years old, who's growing up to be a, a, a such a young, you know, a handsome young man, bright eyed, bushy tail. And then to have to have conversations with him about how to conduct yourself when you go into a store. Nephew, take your hood off. Don't put your hands in your pocket like stuff that he should just be able to do because he's a freaking human being like we are not okay with this to the moms that are listening who's got black sons you're not okay and I know you're not I know I've talked to some of you we are not okay I've talked to some of my white friends who've been super supportive and have wanted to talk to me about it but didn't know how to approach me and they were respectful but expressing their their outrage for this I appreciate that and while we do so, we were we appreciate as a community. We definitely we need our white friends, families, coworkers, community to stand up because as minorities, we can only do so much. We need everybody's support. But I can't say that they're feeling it like we are because they're not. We are not okay. We are not okay as we watch that video with that cop's knee in his neck like he just de- just just like devaluing his life as a human being we are not okay with that so now then we sit back and now we've had to watch people protesting and we and we support them and then it turns violent and then the looting comes and now other and people are, you know, stealing and breaking out windows. And I may be a nonviolent type of protester. And while I may not agree with that, I understand it. <coughs> Excuse me. I understand it because many feel like at this point, peaceful protesting has done nothing. People want change. We are not OK. We are not okay with those officers who got their who got a slap on the wrist. We are not okay with the fact that Trayvon's murder was still walking around, was walking around free after his murder. We we are not okay 
And I, I just felt compelled to pick up my phone and talk about this after watching all this, just watching these events unfold over the past few days. And, and it just, this overwhelming sense of heaviness just came on me and the words came out of my mouth, damn, we are not okay. And I, I, I just wanted to pick up my phone and just record a message to everybody who's listening, whether you are black, white, whatever nationality you are, I love you. Because for me, it is not all about race. I cannot ignore the disparity against my race. But I love human beings. I love people. And when I see you, I see you. I see beyond your color, your religion, your beliefs. I see beyond all of that. But unfortunately, we don't live in a world where everybody moves like that. And and just all of, just seeing all of this, I, I'm just not okay. And I hope that those of you that are listening, I hope that you are not okay. That you are not okay with the events that are going on. And I pray that you are able to use your platform, whatever that looks like, whether it's having the right conversations with your kids, having conversations with your friends who don't look like you, having friends with pe- having conversations with friends that do look like you, but maybe think differently from you. You know, I pray that people are signing petitions. I used to be so afraid years ago to sign petitions, wondering what's going to happen. What are they going to do with my information? You know what? I don't care. I've been signing petitions because I want to know that I have tried to do something to help stop this violence against our people. I know I'm not alone when I say sometimes I feel so helpless. I feel so helpless. We retweet things. We hashtag. We run for our mind. We, you know, I can't breathe for George. We, and, our, and our hearts are definitely in the right place. But sometimes I still feel helpless. Like, what can we really do? I have ideas. You know, I think that definitely reform. And we've talked about, everybody's talking about reform. I feel in my gut that at this point, something is going to change. Maybe I'm being a little more optimistic. Some might say I'm naive. I'm, But I'm believing that change is going to come. I'm going to believe, that, I'm believing that all of this has happened for a reason. I am believing that this stuff will not be in vain. I am believing that those lives that were lost will not be in vain. I am sending prayers to their families, friends, and anybody who was impacted. I am sending a prayer out to each and every one of you that's listening and who just given me the opportunity to vent. I didn't, like I said, I didn't prepare anything. I just felt compelled to pick up my phone and just get this heaviness off of me. And I'm I'm blessed to have this platform to be able to do that. I I pray that each and every one of you, each and every one of you are just thinking of ways that you can make a difference, whether it's in how you treat people, you know, voting, voting is so important, guys. I'm not even going to get political right now, but I cannot stress enough how voting is important because we don't have a great leader leading us, leading our nation right now. Unfortunately, we have a leader who, whether they realize it, whether it's intentional or it's just completely 
disillusional, delusional, excuse me, that invokes hatred, that promotes bigotry, that promotes division, not unity. And those things matter. How we get out and vote, that's going to make a difference as well. Making sure that when bills come out, that we're looking at that, you know, talking about how do we get things on the ballot that will that will force police reform, you know, training. If it's people in law enforcement or leadership positions, legislative positions to talk about holding people accountable. I look at the chief of Minnesota and how quickly he he executed so quickly with terminating those officers. Like I, I, he has been getting major praise for that. And when asked why he did it, he said, because to me, there's right and there's wrong. He said, I didn't need any bureaucracy. I didn't need any policy or procedure to tell me that what I saw was wrong. And I, I, I've got mad respect for that. So I, um, I, I don't know guys, like I said, I, I, I just felt like venting and just Offer, I just want to offer some words of encouragement that we will get through this, guys. We will. We will turn the page. We will. The pandemic will be behind us. You know, these, these, these dark days that we're faced with right now, they will be behind us. And while they may be behind us, we still have to continue to look ahead and try to figure out ways so that this doesn't keep happening to our people of color. And I, I wish I had I wish I had the answers. I, I, I don't, but I know that I'm going to do my part. I know that I'm not going to spew hate. I know that I'm not going to treat every police officer bad because we have some bad apples. I'm not going to, you know, look at all white people or all white cops as bad people because of some bad seeds in the bunch who had, who, who was, who grew up with hatred in fear of black people in their heart and in their minds. I, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my part by talking to the children in my life and teaching them about how we treat people, teaching them about things that we can do to have our voices heard and how we use our platform for good. That's what I can do. And I, and, 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 I, and this is last, but most certainly not least, I am a praying girl. I have been praying and praying and I am praying for peace in our nation. I am praying for peace within our African-American community. I am praying for equality for human beings. I am praying that hate is drowned out by love and light. And that fear that our white men, women, officers or whatever, that the fear and the hatred and the bigotry that they have when they see us, I pray that someday we won't see that. And I know that's a big, tall order to ask, but I'm staying hopeful. It may not be in my lifetime to see it happen, but I believe change is going to come. So God bless each and every one of you. I pray that you find some peace, comfort, I pray that you continue to just find a way to find some light in these dark times and know that I am praying for each and every one of you. Thank you guys. God bless.
least believe that somehow, some way, we gotta make it about the hood someday. Somehow, some way, we gotta make it about this life. Come on, somehow, some way, we gotta make it about the hood someday. Some way, we gotta make it about this life. Whether we dribble out this mother. Rap metaphors and riddle out this mother Work second floors, I spittle out this mother Somehow we gotta get up out this mother Someday the cops will kill a mother I don't always wanna be this mother Damn Wish I could take us all On this magic carpet ride through the sky I used to play the hall of fifth floor Me and my boys, we all poor getting the worst of the worst I deserve every blessing I receive I'm from the dirt Ah, planted my seed on unfertile land Myrtle Park, Marcy flushing and no strand And still I grew Somehow I knew that the sun had shined through And touch my soul Take hold of my hand Look man, a tree grows in Brooklyn Somehow, some way I gotta make it about the hood someday Somehow some way, I gotta make it about this life. Come on. Some way, I gotta make it about the hood someday. Tolone L, Seagull Street, I ain't forget you. 20 is on the block, try to chase that buck. Newsy neighbors and the haters keep their face on stuck. Cops roll up on the pavement, break the dice games up. Mom smoke, kids can't chase the ice cream truck. Girls fighting over road, the young boys hype things up. Fighting over the young boys like things up. All the petty ass wars, the night seen up. Remember Lil Eddie draw, man, how he like mean up? Then they wonder why we like back to back steam up. Try to relax, but I can't lean up. Ain't the L or the that steam up. That steam up is my head. Stressed to the point I get a fever. Think I'm about to block. And all the mothers and the kids that can't leave and how they gotta feed them for the rest of their life. Wings, fried vegetable, rice. Gotta be kidding. No breakfast. Captain Crunch at night. How the kids eating lunch at night. And they beds all bunched and tight. No less than three or four. Know how I go two by the foot, two by the headboard. Man, I'm getting scared. Yeah, I know. That's how I feel for them. Got a group of shorties on the block. All they do is smoke and drink 40s. Cop they low. Enough to get the latest rock. Lewis, old Jordy. Somehow, some way. We gonna make it about this hood one day, somehow, some way. We gonna make it about this life, yeah. And somehow, some way, we gonna make it about the hood one day. Some way, we gonna make it about this life. Right, here's another little story about this click I click. Another chapter based on how I get that game. Just hang around my neighborhood, bang my street. Sit and watch the passerbots play my sweet Southside, Sunnyside, blocks I run South Vegas, South Park, it's all got Over here we got this cold child, get that there We know tomorrow ain't a promise, so we get that now Sitting in the living room, guarding the steps Working inside a smokehouse, starving to death Serving these temples, agents snapping your picture Neighbors blocking the kitchen, situations are critic I was out here to get it, living it Savage, cause I gotta have it. Holding back on the mother. I'm in it for the hall, dog. You racing up and walking down and fing on, y'all. Darby, you women in the creek. 
gon' rise. I'ma be it in these streets gon' rise. How some way? How some way? I'ma be it in these streets gon' rise. How some way? Somehow, some way, we gotta make it about the hood someday. Somehow, some way, we gotta make it about this life. Come on. Somehow, some way, we gotta make it about the hood someday. Some way, we gotta make it about this life.